Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Albertson. Time for a little Missouri eight-man football. Best time of the year, guys. Um, Jamborees are tonight. I'll get through all of those here in just a little bit. But I'm going to start out this podcast. District assignments were announced today, this morning. Uh, finally getting off work and getting home after lunch so I can get to guys and talk to you guys about this. So they switched up a little bit this year. They put the Southern Districts starting with one up to the Northern Districts up to four. So that's kind of what we're at right now. Um, so District 1, Appleton City, Chillahowie, Drexel, Liberal, Northwest Hughesville, Osceola, and Rich Hill. That district went exactly the way I thought it would. No big surprises in District Number 1. It just kind of made sense geographically to put those seven teams um, down in that region. So just makes sense there. No big surprises. They're, all of those schools are pretty much the first, second year in eight-man. We don't really know a whole lot about them. We're going to see how they play going into this year. District number two, this is where things kind of got a little bit hectic, and one big move that I really don't like happened in this district. Uh, only six teams, Bramer, Norburn Harden Central, North Shelby, Oric, Southwest Livingston, and Stewartsville. This is the third weakest uh, district. I think Livingston's going to walk through this district this year. I don't know, maybe North Shelby can contend with them. I'm not sure. Oric loses quite a bit from last year's team. But there's other teams in this district and just not going to be very good this year, I don't think. And I think Livingston got a huge break this year with Pattonsburg and King City both getting moved out of that district and over to district number one. It, to district one last year, now district number three. Just a huge shift in powers there. I don't know why Misha did this. You have probably one team that's going to be ranked in the top ten this year, preseason with Livingston in that district. Everyone else is going to be out of the top ten. And you're just stacking districts three and four. I don't understand why they do this. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why you would take Pattonsburg out of that district, and King City for that matter, both of them out of that district makes no sense. Because now I'm going to go to District 3. This district is absolutely stacked. you got Albany, King City, Northwest Nottoway, Pattonsburg, Platte Valley, Stanbury, and Worth County. You're going to have three of the top five teams in the state all in that district with Pattonsburg, Worth County, and Stanbury. Top ten rankings aren't out yet. They'll be out on Monday. Um, we have three of the seven media poll members have their polls in. Thank you to myself, Chris and Chris from KHQA over in Hannibal and Brent Barnett over at KMA. So thank you as you guys for sending yours in already. Wait on the other ones. Told them I have them in by Sunday afternoon so I can get them posted Monday morning. Um, but kind of getting a read from what they're saying and what I think as well. Those are pretty much three of the top five teams in the state, and they're all in the same district. Worth County and Stanbury, they know they're going to be in the same district about every year because they're so close to each other. But you can't keep adding more good teams to their district. Pattonsburg could be the odds-on favorite to win state this year, and they're going to be thrown in with Stanbury and Worth County. Just brutal for that district. And District 4, it's not quite as good at the top, but it's super deep. You have Bishop LeBlanc, New Date Man, DeKalb, who had a good year last year, Mound City, who's the defending state champions, North Andrew, a perennial power, Rockport, a power in the 275, South Holt, Nolly Holt's going to be good this year, and East Ashton could win the conference this year. That's a loaded district as well. You're going to have... Four of the top five teams in the 275 in that conf- in that district, and then throw in North Andrew. It's a loaded district as well. Districts three and four are loaded. Whoever wins those districts, I believe, will be your representatives down at the states because it's going to be District One versus District Four down there for the semifinals. District Two versus three. So, my early guess for who's going to win each one of these districts and it's way too early for this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, district One. I don't know really anything about these teams in this district. I mean, Appleton City, Drexel, Liberal, 
Rich Hill are all dropping down this year for the first year at eight man. Osceola wasn't very good last year. Northwest Hughesville, they're co-oping with Sacred Hearts. So you're not sure what type of talent they're going to have down there. They could be sneaky good. You don't know. Uh, Chillahowie struggled in the past, so it's kind of hard to tell what the teams are going to do down there. My initial guess is Liberal. Not sure why. They were decent last year. They were 5-6 and six last year and last year 11-man. Um, I think they're probably the best of the teams that dropped down, so I'm going to go with them to win that district this year. No real reason why. I just think Liberal wins that district. They would face the winner in District 4. I have to go with Bound City right now. They're defending champs. They bring back quite a bit of talent with T.J. Hopkins, Landon Papa, and company. They're going to be really solid this year. Um, top, They're going to be a top two team in the state preseason, one or two. It's going to be a toss-up with them in Pattonsburg, I believe, when all the rankings come out. So I think Mountain City wins that district, but they're going to be banged up coming out of it because they're going to have to play either Rockport, South Holt, Nolly Holt, or East Atchison, or maybe North Andrew two of those teams to get out of that district. That's a tough matchup. That's a tough way to go through, and some of those teams you might face for a second time through. So that's tough there for Mount City out of District 4, but I think they do get out of that one. District 2, said earlier, I think Livingston, I think they're going to waltz out of that one with Mac Anderson. If Anderson stays healthy, they're going to waltz out. If he gets hurt, I have no idea. That district is not not very good anymore. Maybe North Shelby can make some noise. I don't know, because with Pattonsburg and King City both leaving, they step up a little bit, but that district is not very good. And the district number three, I believe in Pattonsburg, so I think Pattonsburg wins that district. And I think they beat Northwest, Southwest Livingston or Ingham comes out of district two. I think Mountain City will beat anybody comes out of district one. I think you got a Mountain City Pattonsburg championship game, which is the best two teams in the state. That's what you want. You're kicking so many good teams out in the second round, possibly. I mean, that's just brutal there in districts three and four. The murderers row that comes out of those two districts is going to be intense this year. And I can't really wait to see what happens with it. Because um, my guess for District 1, which is going to be loaded either way, it was going to have to be loaded. But I thought Albany, East Ashton, South Northwest Nottoway, Rockport, Stanbury, Worth County. Wasn't going to change a whole lot. They're just going to stay the same. I didn't think District 3 was going to change a whole lot either. I thought District 2 would be a little different. You had LeBlond in there, and you kick over maybe Stewartsville. Maybe the three. I mean, you could have done some different things, but left Pattonsburg and King City with Livingston. So there's three good teams there. There's three good teams in District 1 and three to four good teams in District 2 and just kind of spread the good teams out a little bit and not just jam-pack the top nine teams in the state in two districts. That's just ridiculously tough, especially in a a class that only has 27 teams. If the top third of your best teams are in two districts, that's just brutal. And I get you can't have them in the other district because of geographic reasons. But you got to spread out a little bit more. Michigan did a terrible job with this this year. They don't usually do a very good job with it. So we should be used to this at this point. But I'm just still unhappy with the way they did this. And it's just going to be extremely brutal for teams to get through. But you know if they're going to get through it this year, if you get if Pattonsburg gets through District 1 or District 4 now or whatever, 3, if Pattonsburg gets through that district, you know they've earned it. Because most likely they've beaten probably King City and then either Stanbury or Worth County to get out for a second time through. I mean, that's tough. That's super tough. So you have to see what happens there. Um, so that is the district assignments um, for 2019. Glad they finally came out. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to everybody. I mentioned this earlier. The media poll we're going to have this year, we have seven panelists or voters or whatever for the media poll. Myself, represented from KNIM, Brent from KMA, Chris from KQ2, and Chris from KHQA. Um, Randy from the Warrensburg Daily Star, Brandon from the St. Joe News Press, and Anthony from Maryville Daily Forum. Us seven will make up the media poll. As I said, three of us have submitted ours already. 
Um, not going to give those preliminary rankings out because I don't want to influence the other voters. But um, looking at it right now, it's decent. We'll see what happens with the other four. Uh, put their input in as well. A lot of variations can happen at this point. Um, so that's what we have there. So make sure you guys stay tuned every Monday morning. Uh, we'll have that release for you guys so you guys can discuss that. We'll have something to discuss during the week uh, for rankings and stuff like that. Um, so thank you to all of them for doing that. We do have Jamborees tonight. Um, four that I know of. I don't haven't heard anything from the teams way down south, but these are the four I know of. East Ashton's hosting a Jamboree over in Tarkio. It's East Ashton, Northwest Nottoway, and Bishop LeBlond. Uh, Worth County's hosting a Jamboree that includes Stanbury, King City, Albany, and of course, Worth County. Pattonsburg's hosting a Jamboree. This is one that I will be at later tonight. It's Pattonsburg, North Andrew, Platte Valley, and DeKalb. Interesting to see how those teams kind of see where they're going to gauge each other where DeKalb and Platte Valley are a little bit. In my first look at North Andrew, they weren't at the Albany team camp. I wanted to get a look at North Andrew before the year started to kind of gauge where they're at talent-wise because they've been a lot of they've lost quite a bit of talent the last couple of years. So I want to see where they're at going into the season. And then the last jamboree is down in Oric. It's Oric, Southwest Livingston, Norbert Harden Central, and Bramer. So I'm kind of curious to see how Livingston does down there versus the teams that um, are in their district. So they that's a good gauging point for those four teams to see how they all kind of match up with each other down there. Um, so that's what's going on tonight. I'll have a recap of what I saw over in Pattonsburg later today. It's about an hour and 15 minutes from Maryville to Pattonsburg, so I'm going to leave at about 4.30 or so if I get out of here at a good time to go see that jamboree with Pattonsburg, North Andrew, Platte Valley, and DeKalb. So I'm curious to see how that kind of that whole thing works itself out over there. Last year was at North Andrew. I kind of wish it was at North Andrew again because for me, that's like a 20-minute drive instead of an hour. So, But it's over in Pattonsburg. It'll be my first time over in Pattonsburg, actually. I've never been to Pattonsburg. Um, never seen them play besides a team camp a couple weeks ago. So I kind of want to see them in action again. Um, just kind of a team that you've heard a lot about the last couple of years, at least I have, but I haven't got to watch in person in an actual kind of game like a fixed brand. Jamborees aren't quite games, but they're pretty close. So I'm curious to see how they're going to look t- tonight. Um... But Pattonsburg's a team, they get off the bus, and you can tell they have athletes. They are a get-off-the-bus, and wow, like him, 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 just dudes. So, And you need dudes to win state championship. Mount City last year, they had a bunch of dudes. They lost some to graduation, but they brought quite a few back, so Mount City will be a power this year. They got dudes. You just need dudes on your team with good coaching behind it to win state championships. You've seen that with Worth County the last couple of years. They had a bunch of dudes, especially on the offensive and defensive lines. They just had monsters up there. They've lost those. How will Worth County um, rebound from losing some of the guys they've had that are playing college football now? I mean, they've had they've lost a lot of guys who are playing college football because they were so dominant in high school. So we'll see what happens there. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to bring up with you guys. Um, make sure you guys follow the 8-Man account on Twitter at Mo8ManFootball. Make sure you guys give that a follow and see what's going on there. Um a former eight-man team, St. Joe Christian, they're not going to do well in Class 2 in the playoffs because they are in the same district as Lathrop and Maryville in Class 2. So not good there for St. Joe Christian as they're leaving eight-man with Northland Christian to go and play 11-man football in Class 2. Um, not a great situation there for um, them. So we'll see what happens with St. Joe Christian there. Keep a cl- an eye on that because I don't know how long Christian's going to stay in 11-man. They might drop back down to 8-man here in the next couple of years. 
we'll see what happens with that as well. But you did see that eight-man with the five schools in Rich Hill, Drexel, Liberal, Appleton City, and LeBlanc dropping, dropping down. Even with Santa Christian going back out, it's still four, four additional teams in eight-man. How much it affected classes one through six and how they had to reclassify everybody. Teams like Maryville and Cardinal Ritter dropping down from class three to class two due to enrollments. Teams that were in the state semifinals and the state championship game last year with Cardinal Ritter dropping down to class two because teams dropped off from the bottom, so it's the next 64 teams or whatever in just each class, and it just drops everyone down just one more spot, and that's how you get powerhouses like Maryville going from class three to class two. So as much as the other round of the state, they look down on eight-man a little bit. It does affect the rest of the classes quite a bit with teams that are dropping down to eight-man, and there's 27 teams in eight-man now, so it's a getting a little bigger, getting a little more relevant. There's probably, with the co-ops, I don't know, probably close to 50 schools in the, in the eh, maybe not 50 schools, maybe 40, 40 to 45 schools in the 2017 co-op. So there's a lot of teams, a lot of schools that are in eight-man that they're just co-op with somebody else. So there's still a lot of schools that are involved in this. So it's good for them to get exposure like this. And I can't wait to see what happens tonight. That's my biggest thing. I just want to see something that's resembles actual football in the field tonight. I'm ready for that. Um, so thank you guys for listening to Straight Up Sports. That's all I got for you right now until I see some more football. I'm guessing I will. I have my top 10 rough drafted right now. I'm going to go tonight, see the results from the Jamborees from around the area, see how they all kind of go, and then adjust as needed to see if certain whether I don't hope it's anybody, but if an injury happens that it affects something big, you have to adjust your rankings a little bit. If you if you hear about a team that just completely just went all out during Jamboree, just looked really good, you might bump a little bit. Like right now, Worth County, I'm not sure how they're going to look this year. They're they're a big unknown, as is North Andrew to me. So I don't know how they're going to look this year. But if North Andrew comes out tonight and they can stand toe to toe with Pattonsburg, they're going to jump up a little bit. So I'm like, you know what? They got some dudes. They got some talent there. So we'll see what happens with that a little bit. Um, that's all I got for you guys, though. So thank you for listening, and I will talk to you guys um, later tonight here on Straight Up Sports.